Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Words are about to be spoken here on the extreme life of Matt Hardy. We're broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free. Just use promo code HARDY and pay $5 shipping. I, of course, am John Alba, joined by the man of the hour, the spoken brilliance himself, Mr. Matt Hardy. Words are about to be Spooking! Yeah, you guys have no idea what is in store on this episode of The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. Matt and I are together here in Philadelphia, head of AEW Dynamite uh, this week. Dynamite will have aired, of course, by the time you get your ears or eyes on this, on Matt Hardy brand, or anywhere you find The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. And again, we want to remind you before we even start, this is your last week. If you want to take part in our giveaway here, Matt, Mm -hmm. what do they have to do? They have to leave us a five, 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 I said, a five-star review. Please leave that on Spotify, on your Apple podcast, wherever you can leave a five-star review, please do. Take a screenshot, post it, tag myself, John, or the Matt Hardy pod. Because we want to take uh, the people that do that, they give us a five-star review, they post a screenshot, and we want to give them special gifts. We love giving away stuff. We do love that. So enter the contest. So that way you can get involved with the extreme life of Matt Hardy firsthand and enjoy the broken brilliance yourself. So, Matt, uh, last week was a really, really, really interesting deep dive into the creation of V1. And Mm -hmm. we also heard a very sentimental side of you talking about some of Jeff's struggles Mm -hmm. and some of the stuff that he dealt with. Uh, What was some of the feedback that you got from that episode? Uh, I mean, the feedback was tremendous. Uh, Extremely positive. People people really enjoy, I think, hearing the real side of, like, people that seem like superstars or have notoriety or fame to a degree that have struggles. And when they address those and and how they deal with those and how they try and – you know, get through those struggles. And I feel like it inspires a lot of people to be motivated 
saying, if this person can do it, then I can as well. So I, I got to love those feedbacks. Like, thank you for sharing that. We all know someone who's been in that situation. And uh, we appreciate your honesty. We appreciate how uh, vulnerable you are. And, and I feel like it helps them deal with situations in their own lives. I 100% agree. And I've expressed this to you. Like, I've been concerned in the past about your path, about Jeff's path. So getting perspective, because that's perspective. Everybody knows, oh, well, Jeff sure. Hardy's had struggles. Well, you don't exactly know what he was struggling with. You don't sure. know what he has overcome. And and I thought last week when you broke down, okay, he got past this hurdle and then another hurdle happened. Right. It gives depth for everyone listening and understanding just how much he's overcome. Yeah, I mean, and he really has. I mean, he he's had a series of struggles, I guess, as life goes on, but he has overcome each one of them, and he becomes a little stronger, a little better, a little greater after each one, so I'm very proud of him. And the stories that we got, too, out of the V1 stuff, a lot of people couldn't believe that Kevin Dunn was so hands-on. Yeah, and it's one, I, I saw on some news sites, you know, where... Uh, Matt Hardy gives credit to Kevin Dunn. I said, oh my God, he's kissing WWE's ass. <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm just here to tell the truth. I the am truth one is of, the truth. The truth is the truth. And I am one of the most honest guys you'll meet. And if someone else created something and it was for me and, and I got a lot of use out of it, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. So that was, that was Kevin Dunn's idea, and it became a huge staple of Matt Hardy, especially the version one Sensei of Mattitude character, and I'm grateful for it. So one week you're an AEW shill, the next week you're a WWE shill. I'm, I'm just a pro wrestling shill overall. Well, this week you're going to be an impact shill, because we're yes. going to be watching Tag Team Apocalypto with a very special guest, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But before we do that, we always like talking about some of the current events here mm -hmm. on The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. So we do a little different than some other of your podcasts that you get out there. Just and before we jump into today's magical episode, and I just want to say, even before we get to that, John, like I'm here, I have my uh, array of beverages courtesy of, of John Alba. I got you. I have uh, my Diet Pepsi, and I also have my Agua. You can never have enough water. Water is very important. Don't forget that. Hydrate or dihydrate. And then say. I am rocking a uh, Banshee shirt today. Rumor has it there's going to be some new Extreme Life of Matt Hardy shirts. Uh, rumor has it. Great. So uh, I think I read that on one of the uh, Sheets of Dirt. Outstanding. Oh, yes. The Sheets of Dirt. So They are always correct. <laughs> oh, it's never incorrect. So uh, speaking of the Sheets of Dirt, they were yes. talking quite a bit this week about the big news that Tony Khan announced last week. Papa Khan! Papa Khan. And that is the AEW New Japan Forbidden Door pay-per-view event that's going to mm -hmm. go down this summer in Chicago. Uh Huge event, big time pay-per-view, yeah. and there's been a lot of discourse online about how big of a deal is this exactly. So before I tee up uh, some of the different angles that I've been reading and hearing in this discourse, what were your initial reactions when you heard about it? I mean, I thought it was an amazing event. It was a, it was a hell of an announcement, and I think when you have an actual card that is being presented especially in an amazing building like the united center in an amazing city like chicago and you have legitimately aw superstars going against new japan pro wrestling superstars that's incredible i mean you know you got back when wcw invaded wwe but everyone knows that wwe had bought them i mean that was like could have been a dream invasion if it had been booked correctly or a better way but this is like two separate entities that are actually working together, that are in business together, and they're going to have this amazing show, and it's going to be an amazing card. And, and diehard wrestling fans, especially now that the Internet's here and the world is so interconnected, uh, I feel like people in the U.S. right now, they love 
New Japan Pro Wrestling more than they ever have in the past. So to see their New Japan Pro Wrestling stars in person in Chicago against AEW, which is a very hot, cool, uh, a trendy brand here in America, I mean, it's going to be an amazing event. It's, it's a win, 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 win. Yeah, and we don't know all the details just yet, but while AEW has done a really cool job of bringing in guys like Suzuki and Tomohiro Ishii, mm-hmm. We haven't seen the super heavy hitters, and I don't mean that literally. Uh, I, I mean figuratively, the Okadas. Sure. You know, Shingo Takagi, uh, Naito, uh, Kota Ibushi, if he's healthy. These are like the big names. Will Ospreay, that, right. that people are really craving to see. And because of the pandemic, we haven't really seen as much integration from some of those guys that maybe we would have liked to have seen. I- I'm a big New Japan guy. I love New Japan's presentation of pro wrestling Mm -hmm. it's very sports centric where Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of camera cuts there's not a lot of smoke and mirrors it's very much you're watching a sporting event between uh, whoever's in there competing and some of the discourse i've seen is that uh, this is AEW playing to its base and playing to the the dirt cheap crowd if you will and not necessarily expanding its audience i mean is that is that a bad thing well, is, so, is it a bad thing to make your fan base happy? Is it a bad thing to give your fan base what they actually want? Is it a bad thing to put a product out that they are happy to pay for and, and it makes them feel rewarded for being a fan? I, I don't think so. So so here's my take on it. And I, I look at it from like two ways, right? Like at best, AEW puts on the show with New Japan. Mm-hmm. New Japan is trying really hard right now to expand into the United States market. Right. So they've got New Japan Strong going on right now. So maybe they pick up some new eyes from the AEW audience. Maybe AEW picks up some new eyes from the Japanese audience that's going to be watching this on New Japan World. It's a really good show. You do a good buy rate. You sell out the building. That's best case scenario, right? right? Worst case scenario, it's still probably a really good show. It still probably does a pretty good buy rate and still probably selling out the United Center and you give the fans a show that they're going to enjoy. That's like worst case scenario. So I, I, like you said, I see no downside to this in any way. No, it's a, it's a win, win, win. And, and there is that criticism that, well, okay, you know, pro wrestling has kind of flatlined right now. And I'm not just saying AEW <clears throat> where it's having a hard time growing its audience. So what do you take out of this attempt at growing the audience internationally here? I, I mean, I, I do think it would help grow the audience as far as like, you know, Japanese or worldwide or global fans are concerned. And, and once again, I do think you have to do things that are larger than life. You, you do have to have characters that are larger than life to gain casual fans. People that don't typically watch wrestling because there's some people that would watch for a character that really don't give a shit about a five-star match. I mean, and what is that? Reality. And that is what we do here. You know, I, I, am, I am speaking very open and very honest and I think that is something that's important because you have like Hulk Hogan's who transcend time because they're this larger-than-life character. Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock, two of the best examples ever. You know, I, I, I hope down the road, you know, AEW, we find someone that, that, that really carries that. And, and, and I feel like they, they ooze that larger-than-life character charisma, which does draw in casual fans. And I, I think that's one of the things we need to work for our core base. But, you know, like if we can get someone in that position, then that's just that, that's an added bonus. So that's also been a big topic of conversation. Does the casual fan exist in wrestling still? It's hard. 
I, I mean, I, I feel like now the world, once again, as I said, it's so interconnected. There's like a genre of pro wrestling fans. You know, ratings really haven't changed a lot recently, you know, besides the way they have dropped down over the years because, like, now I feel like the world's more interconnected. It's like wrestling fans are together, you know, sports fans are together, football fans are here. They're, they, you know, and they kind of, they know their audience and they're in this one bubble where they all are going to watch whatever they watch. And we know what that is. But I do think there are always times where you have guys that can get, like, a, a get white hot and have some sort of special quality about their character. They can make people say, Oh my God, I heard about this guy. We were talking about him at work the other day by the water cooler. Like I'd really like to tune in and check him out. That's what I think we hope that AEW can stumble upon or like, uh, purposely, uh, create at some point. So is AEW trying to, cause this is also part of that discourse is AEW trying to get a WWE fan to watch? Is AEW trying to get a disenfranchised wrestling fan? Are they trying to get an independent wrestling fan to watch? Because casual fan, that term is such a broad term. Sure. I mean, I, I think AEW is just trying to get pro wrestling fans to watch. Gotcha. I, th I think that is their goal. And they are trying to offer up the best version of pro wrestling that they can in 2022 that kind of is uh, current with the times. And I mean, I, re I really feel like Tony Khan, of all people, is really like on the pulse of what a 2022 wrestling fan wants. You know, sometimes do you need someone that is like a, a crossover star that can kind of be a star in entertainment and not just pro wrestling? Yes, of course. You know, but that th those are very few and far between. But, you know, once again, hopefully that ends up happening for us. But, and the beauty is if, if AEW isn't your jam, there are so many other promotions out there that are offering sure. something for you. If WWE, if that sports entertainment-centric style is your jam, well, then that's great. That doesn't have to be, and this is just my take here. Again, I'm not shilling for anybody. That doesn't have to be mutually exclusive to, oh, well, AEW is not growing its audience by putting on this event. Uh, why does it matter to you? If, 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 it's, if the product is not for you, why does it matter to you if they're not growing the audience in your eyes? I, I just think that negativity is so unnecessary. Right. And, and, and one thing I would like to say is just that the, the tribalism between yeah. WWE and AEW fans, like, you know, you, you, you don't have to do this. I mean, I don't know if you enjoy it. The people that do do it online on social media, you know, it just creates such a toxic environment in the big scheme of things. Like, if you love WWE, go hard for WWE and support WWE. I love WWE. And, you know, I've said that since day one. I'm never going to say anything differently. Obviously, when I work somewhere else, I'm going to go hard for AEW because they're the people that are paying my bills uh, at the end of the day. So, it, it, it just like a pro wrestling match. You take shots at your opponent. You know, you talk shit about them. And that's what AEW is going to do to WWE. That's what WWE, in theory, is going to do to AEW, although they don't really mention AEW, you know, in the big scheme of things. But they may take shots in other ways behind the scenes. You know, they may release information about AEW that might make them not sound as good as possible. But, I mean, that's like part of the game. That's part of the business. So don't take that too serious. And if you have a guy in WWE taking shots at an AEW guy, don't sweat it. If you have an AEW guy taking shots at a WWE guy, don't sweat it. It's all part of the game, baby. I mean, it's all part of the, the whole promotion and, and the whole fun of pro wrestling. You know, just as a fan, don't work yourself into a shoot, especially with other fans online. Like, enjoy whatever you enjoy and be proud of it and don't let anybody tell you differently. Well, one more topic I want to talk about before we get into our main topic today on this podcast. It's a WWE topic. In fact, uh, Randy Orton just celebrated his 20 years in wrestling. You've yeah. known Randy for a really long time. Yeah. You saw him come up. 20 years. I worked him in some of his first matches. Uh, what do you think about the career that he's had? I obviously host the Wives of Wrestling podcast here on Podcast Heat with Kim Orton. Uh, I you think damn slut. <laughs> yes, I am indeed a slut. Caramel um, slut. Yes. Um, all that you know of. 
There could be more there. But anyway. It might um, be an addiction. <laughs> uh, Randy is someone who gets... I, I feel like most people revere him and, and see him for what he is. But there are a lot of people who maybe look at him and they say, oh, well, his matches are very simple. They're straightforward. Uh, what are your impressions of Randy Orton and the impact that he's had on the industry in these 20 years? Uh, quote me. I think Randy Orton is fucking awesome. Uh, I, I, I love Randy's work. I, I always enjoyed working with him. And I think as a, as a person, me knowing him for these 20 years, once again, he's another person I'm so proud of just where he is in life with his family and his kids. And like, we have so much in common. And, and the last couple of years I was there, we became closer than we ever had just because we shared those, those personal family lives together. And, and we were kind of in the same boat. Both of our wives are pretty intense, if you know what I mean. I know you know them both. You've dealt with them both. You've dealt with Kim. You've dealt with Rebby. So they're both pretty intense. And, and, and they're good for us because they keep us both in check. So <laughs> I, I, I have nothing but positive <laughs> things to say about Randy. And, and I, I love Randy's storytelling in the ring. I, I love the way he does his character. And Randy was one of my biggest supporters when I left and went to AEW to do my stuff and get over on my own. Being one of the older guys that was never one of Vince's top guys, Randy was one of my biggest supporters and constantly texted me and we'd stay in contact. So yeah, man, I, I think Randy is awesome. People who think Randy uh, doesn't do a lot or works a slower, more plotting pace or whatever. They just, I don't, I don't think they get the, the basic aspects of like traditional pro wrestling. When it comes to traditional pro wrestling and traditional storytelling, there is no one better than Randy Orton. I was just going to ask, is he as good in the ring to work with as he's talked up to be? Absolutely, yeah. He, he's great. He, he's, he's so smooth. He's so good. And, and just his character, he's so committed to whatever personality he's working. And he, he's just a joy to work with. Go check out his 2011 feud with our guest from two weeks ago, Christian Cage. The one more match feud is yeah. one of my favorite feuds of the last 10 plus years. Yeah. Uh, incredible stuff. And, and check out the stuff he did with, with Jeff. Him and Jeff have mm -hmm. had a couple really, really great feuds over the years. Ear stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's eerie. It is, in fact, eerie. Great stuff there, Matt Hardy. This week, we have a character coming out. I told you last week, I wasn't sure what we were going to do. Well, I'm so glad that we nabbed this one down. Who's our special guest this week? The man who's very nice, yet very evil, Danhausen. An internet sensation who has very much patterned himself and his career after what you guys kind of laid the foundation for with the broken character. Why did you want to get Danhausen here? Uh, I thought Danhausen, in character, in gimmick, as you guys know, we, we talk very real here, reality. Uh, I, I thought Danhausen would be the perfect guy to watch a broken universe match as insane and as crazy as Apocalypto. And uh, I'm very excited for him to check this out. He's never seen it before, too, in, 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 in full. So this is going to be a lot of fun. And we only briefly touched on that match during our Becoming Broken series because we had planned to dive into it long form. So we'll get it to do a little watch along. So if you have a chance to watch this on Matt Hardy brand on YouTube, you'll get a chance to see it. Uh, and regardless, even if you're not watching it, you can follow along and hear the commentary for it. But before we bring him in, Matt... It's that time of the podcast. Hit us with that Matt fact. You're right. Matt fact. Matt is confident that Apocalypto is the most entertaining cinematic match of all time. That is a high standard to live up to. So I say without further ado, let's bring him in. Let's break the internet. Let's break this podcast. Here is Dan Housen. They're the best four words that any man could hear. I knew you'd come. <laughs> Are you looking to take your gimmick from broken to woken? 
Well, lucky for you, this episode of The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy is brought to you by Blue Chew. I know a lot of wrestling fans have plenty of bravado when it comes to sharing opinions on Twitter. But what about when it comes to stepping up to the plate in the bedroom? That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it comes in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. Now, if you're like me and you're always on the road or you're at work at different hours every day, no problem. You can take them on a moment's notice. And then what do you know? Things are about to get extreme. And the process is incredibly easy. Sign up at BlueChew.com and consult with one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And all those confidence problems will soon become obsolete. The best part is it's all done online. You don't have to go to the doctor. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. And you can spend your free time creating poetry in motion rather than having awkward conversations about your ladder breaking before you can get it set up. Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. House Hardy has grown in size quite a bit over the years. That's because I know the importance of taking the twist of fate into your own hands rather than letting yourself become a whisper in the wind. V1 of your sex life may not have been great, but V2 can be. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you have our promo code HARDY at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code HARDY to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank you, Blue Chew, for sponsoring our podcast. Matt Hardy, we have our most evil guest yet. Yes, most kind, nice guest yet. I, I is this is this real? This is real. He's here. This it's, is it's real. Hello, how are you? We got Danhausen on the extreme life of Matt Hardy. Um, he is an extreme individual, so he certainly fits here. The most extreme individual in all of AEW. Uh, how have things right. been, man? Uh, it's pretty good. What do you say, Dan? How is the most extreme? you got very extreme, very evil Matt and Jeff Hardy in AEW. Oh, you are the next generation of extreme. Ah, okay. Extreme to a different level. Well, that's pretty good, I suppose. You've really just been pointing at people so far, so... You have you have cursed a lot of people. I know you have had yeah, well, issues cursing Hook, though. Uh, what, do, what do you think it is? I think he's too powerful. Is he the... the the kryptonite of the curse? He could be. He eats too many chips. Perhaps chips are the secret ingredient to the anti-cursing. But do not tell people that, because then everyone will be eating chips backstage. I'll tell you, I loved when you stepped on his powerful chips. Oh, yes. I crunched them. Hopefully it helped a little bit. It did but, seem to anger him. Yeah, that, that was a good move. I, I thought that was very strong and smart wrestling psychology. Breaking his will. Yes. Have you felt the extreme aura increase since Jeff Hardy showed up in AEW? Oh, yes. Dan Housen danced with him. Well, he did. He I did see that. With Dan him Housen and Matt. It was good, quite wonderful. Is a good, good juker. Were you surprised by his rhythm? Not at all. No, no Dan Housen is great. He, he knew. That's he, why he, he prompted it. He really fashioned it into a Danhausen juke. Yes. You know, there's the Jeff Hardy juke. 
There's the Danhausen Jew. There's Jewkhausen. The, the, yes, the Jeff Hardy has more of a pelvic thrust. Yes, he does. Danhausen has more of a bounce. Yes, yes. Yeah, you, you got all that tequila practice. Yes, yes, years. all the great dancing. Yes, no season to assist here, please. No. Uh, but yeah, man, we're so excited to have you here on The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. We're going to do something that uh, we haven't done yet here, Matt. Uh, and this was a Matt Hardy idea. What, what do we got ahead here? Uh, well, we are going to watch Apocalypto, which if you heard the Matt Fact earlier tonight, you should rewind and watch it again because I do believe that full-heartedly. And I also want to say, because we have Danhausen here, a very evil, very nice guest, I would like to do two Matt Facts in one episode oh. of The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. So, let's do it right now. Matt Fact, Matt believes Danhausen is tailor-made for the broken universe. How's that make you feel? Ah, it's pretty good. We're going to get into the Hardy compound at some time, yes? Oh, we certainly will. He, uh, you, you definitely belong in the Hardy compound. Once you come there, everything will feel right again. It'll be like when I went to Easter Island. I felt like I belong there. Oh, yes. One of the most magical, special places on Earth. The Hardy compound has that same aura. But perhaps we do not throw Dan Housen into the lake, though. No, we don't. I, I, we don't. We'll, we'll keep. To be right honest, there. I'd actually be really no. curious to see what would come out of the Lake of Reincarnation. Probably a sandwich or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's very possible. Uh, Dan Housen, do you have a particular favorite Matt fact from over Ooh. the years? Oh, he slaps tornadoes. That one's pretty good because Dan Housen is frightened of tornadoes. Mm. So, natural disaster. Any other natural disasters? Oh. Tsunamis? Oh, yes, because the ocean scares Dan Housen. Hurricanes? Hurricanes. Oh, stand back. There is a hurricane coming through. We will see that in a little bit. Oh, we'll my. Spoil it for oh. the audience. You might also see a volcano or two. Oh, yes. So. Also, you won Fear Factor. I did win Fear Factor, yes. legitimately. Yes, Dan Ezra remembers that. That was not a pro wrestling bullshit. That was a legitimate W. Yes, you won. <laughs> Just quite wonderful, Dan. As one remembers it, I, uh, I I gotta say too, man. It's been so great having you at AEW, and and, and I want to say to everyone out there, this guy is a is a blueprint to to live by if you're trying to make it in the pro wrestling business. Because even when he was doing before he was doing Ring of Honor, even getting into Ring of Honor, the stuff he would do on his social media, the way he would promote himself, the the way he was always creative, and and he would do new and different and, and try things, and he wasn't afraid to try things. That is what kept people talking about him, and he is really a self-made man, a self-made superstar, and all that work that he did, getting himself over and, and getting people interested in him, is what ultimately got him hired at Ring of Honor, and now at AAW. He really is a, a self-made man, so he is a great blueprint to follow if you're trying to make it in the pro wrestling game. Well, thank you very much. Dan hasn't followed in the footsteps of the likes of you and the young bucks and the, uh, you know, just you all did your own thing and, uh, you know, you didn't uh, kind of take bits and pieces of things that work from elsewhere. You put yes. it all together and you make it your own thing and you put it out there. And then if it works, it works. That's a very good call. When you see a guy like him kind of being at the forefront of the internet age yes. of pro wrestling, how much did that inspire you to try to take that and make it a big part of who you are? Well, it's a good thing because, you know, again, as I said, the likes of you, uh, Matt Cardona, mm -hmm. utilizing the social medias. He mimicked me. Yes. Yeah, oh, yes. We have mixed feelings on the Cardona. Oh, my. Right. You here. wrestled him recently, yes? Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, he whipped yeah. his ass. Oh, good for you. Yeah, he deserved it. He's a podcast boy, Mike Podcast. He's a, a menace. He, Smart he Mike. You're right. Yes, so... But, you know, we better give credit where credit is due. Mm -hmm. He's reinvented himself many times. Chris yes. Judas has done the same. Yes. You've done the same. Your brother, Jeff. It's a nine-stop. 
It is. It really is. And that's what Dan Housen has constantly tried to thrive to do. I almost got to uh, just just take one moment to mention the Young Bucks because yes. just recently they've been kind of down on their luck. You know, they kicked out a, kicked out a little bit on uh, Dynamite yes. last week. So I just want to say, you know, the Young Bucks have totally bit everything the Hardys have done. Oh, if you haven't noticed, like we were backyard wrestlers, so they wanted to be backyard wrestlers. Yes. I started promoting Omega, so they tried to run their own independent promotion. And they became copied. friends with Kenny Omega. Yeah. Oh, my. And then we started wearing tights with really uh, rambunctious designs all over them. Yes. They copied our style. That's how they first got over is the Young Bucks. Yeah, Dan Housen cursed them, you know. Uh, oh, good. They yes. deserved it. Oh, yes. And then we started the Hardy Show, the first ever viral internet show, and they uh, said, oh, we'll start doing BTE. Oh, my. So really, the Young Bucks, they kind of owe me for their entire career. They should give you $7. You know, but they did. At least they, they hired me here at AEW. So well, that's said, what they did to try and pay me back. Yes, yes, yes. What did they give you? Seven bucks at a time. <laughs> Weekly. Yes. Seven bucks at a seven time. Seven bucks a day would, you know, it'd stack up after but, a while. Yes, what the Rock the Dwayne Johnson did that. He had it's seven true. bucks yes. and turned into a billionaire of some sort. You are right. So, and, the biggest movie star in the world. Yes. And it's more than uh, those WWE Network royalties. You're right. So anything that... You could get a payout for it. Here's a shout out to Rock. What's Hello, going on? What's going Dwayne. on, Dwayne? How are you? And uh, no, I am still not retired yet. I know you said congratulations. I hope you're enjoying your retirement. You know, but I'm glad we aired it out in L.A. It's good to see you, man. Tell I'm it. so happy you're the biggest star in the world right now. Thank you, Rock. Tell him Dan Housen says hi again. Dan Housen says hi, Dwayne. Anything you want to say to Brian Gewertz? Hi, Brian Gewertz. I'm glad you didn't get in trouble when you went to court with Edge and Christian. You were always good in my eyes. Oh my. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you feeling stuck making minimum payments on your credit card debt? Savewithconrad.com can help, and you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Get rid of your credit card debt and lower your monthly payments right now at savewithconrad.com. Well, let's watch something that's real good, and that's Tag Team Apocalypto. Apocalypto! We're going to give you guys a time code. It's going to be in the description. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to watch it along with us. If you're not and you're just listening via audio, we'll include that time code as well for you guys to throw this on. It's actually on Impact's YouTube page, which has allowed for us to uh, enjoy this with all of you. So, uh, Danhausen, you've never seen this before. No, only clips and pieces. Danhausen only seen uh, nonstop deletion, total nonstop deletion. Not this one, though. This is going to be exciting. I'm excited for you to watch it. You are the perfect person to watch this with. All right. So I'm going to get this queued up here. If you'd like to take the microphone, Mr. Hardy. But of course. 
And we're going to start in three, two, one, play. So, Matt, explain to us the rules of Tag Team Apocalypto. So when Broken Matt and Brother Nero were the TNA World Tag Team Champions, our goal was to be the, the, the greatest team in all space and time. And we had defeated everyone in Impact, TNA at that time. Oh. So we wanted to start going out. We invited the Bucks of Youth, the no, Day of New, and everyone else. We invited Legends. We wanted every tag team in the world to show up on the Magical Hardy Compound and face us in this match where all tag teams are invited and the last two men standing are the winners. Yes. So, did you say not everyone showed up to this, though? Not you challenged. Not everyone showed up to this. Cowards. Surprisingly, the day of noon, the new day, they didn't show up. Oh but I've got God. a feeling it was merely because of that dastardly Mick Mahon. Oh, yes, probably. Dan Ozzy knows Xavier was. I don't think he would back down from a challenge. He, he would not. And, and I do have to tell you this. The Bucks of Youth were going to be here if we'd done the first taping of this. Oh. Originally, this event was scheduled to be done uh, a couple weeks earlier. But there was all this controversy going on between Billy Corgan and Anthem over who owned and the ownership and booking of these events. So we had to move this two weeks back, two weeks later, and then the Bucks of Youth were in Japan doing that. So because of Bill Pumpkin, you could not do this match with the Bucks? No, because of Anthem. Oh, okay, not no, Bill Pumpkin. Bill Pumpkin was a big fan of oh, Broken Hardies. In okay. fact, if you go over to Ad Free Show's house, and you can find my interview with Bill Pumpkin where we talked about ah, Broken good. Matt Hardy. And here you see the Helms dynasty. Oh yes, this is when this is when that damn Shane Helms is a menace. Yeah, yes, when he, he is on a menace. The green jacket. It's a menace, and then that's that rich fellow from the TV show. Yes, the rich fellow. He's done okay for himself. I just got a I got a funny feeling. I was there when he was born. Oh he really? Was, I was in the hospital, legitimately. Like his dad and I are the two guys that started Omega. Oh. So I was there legitimately when he was born. I have known him from, from birth. That's a Matt fact. And that is a Matt fact. That is not Matt fiction. And it's so funny that he would become rich like Cameron Grimes, kind of mimicking big money Matt. Too many people mimic yeah, me in this business. It's a lot. It is. Dan Housen, we got the Rock and oh, Roll Express yes. here. What are your thoughts on the Rock and oh, Roll Express? Ricky. I, I actually, Dan Housen managed them back around Christmas time. So, oh, what, yes. a, what a Christmas gift. Yeah, exactly. Dan Housen was supposed to team with them, but then he had a broken leg. How was your so, leg? How, it's doing leg? pretty good now. Yes, it was quite wonderful. So it is getting healed, and uh, Dan has it helped lead them to victory. Uh, did you curse the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette? Ah, uh, yes, probably. Oh, good. Well, yes. did, I don't think they were there. You should. They're cursed. Consider them cursed. <laughs> so it, it, this was great to have the Rock and Roll Express involved in this match. Look at that giant entrance with your face. I was just going to ask what you thought about that. I like it. I think we should do more things with giant people's faces. We we had talked about that, myself and Jeremy Warash had this idea, and the Harris brothers, if you know them, Ronnie Don Harris and Anthem, they were working with Anthem at the time, they got this made like in the course of three weeks. Oh, wow. Which was really, really cool. And this was going to become like an annual event if we would have continued doing uh, the Broken Hardies at TNA, but as everyone knows, the negotiations in our uh, contracts broke down and we ended up returning to WWE at WrestleMania 33. Oh, yes. Believe Dan, did you have a broken tailgate party? We did. Dan Housen was at that in a battle royal in that 107 degree sun. Yes, it was outside. It was yes. quite devastating. We did five hours. That's amazing. You were at that of all show. Yes. So right now, all throughout the show, all throughout Total Nonstop Deletion, uh, there's been catastrophes happening. Oh, you know, my. It, an apocalypse is on the way. So now things are starting to go up. The building's about to explode. And we had about 50 or 60 fans there. Yes. And now they're running out of the venue. 
and there's getting ready to be chaos. And I think it's worth reminding, this was a full entire episode of Impact filmed yes. at the Hardy Compound. Oh. And we, we will talk about that in long form on this podcast at some point, but Matt really wanted to do a watch-along here, and, and it looks like things are already getting physical, Matt. Yeah. Chaotic. Who are these evil people? Says the Decay. Oh, yes, the Decay. That is Abyss and Crazy oh. Steve. Oh, my. Carlson, Wacky Steve. Now, also, the world, wacky. the world title match was happening, and they broke and went outside, and they're still going on. They're still fighting during Apocalypto. So you have Bobby Lashley and Eddie Edwards still fighting for the TNA World Heavyweight title. Watch this. So if you thought you've seen everything in wrestling, well, boy, howdy, you've never seen the Rock and Roll oh Express and the Hardy shoot Roman candles at other wrestlers. Nope. This is one of the coolest moments ever. So I, I tell the Rock and Roll Express, we were all teen heartthrobs at one time, but let's show the world we still have that baby face fire. That's right. And then we're firing Roman candles at the Helms Dynasty and Decay. So amazing. And it's just, they're like, how, how do you do this, man? We've never done this. I said, look, just make sure to hold it as far away from your body as you can. And kind of like... Hold your eyes kind of closed. Oh, yes. I'm out there instructing Robert Gibson and Ricky Morton how to shoot Roman candles at people. Very dangerous, very evil. Yes. Are you a pyro fan, Dan Hausen? Oh, I said pyro. Oh! Ooh. All right. Pyro. Yes, give Dan Hausen pyro. Oh, yes. All the pyro. Now we see the Helms Dynasty is trying to escape via truck. vehicle. Look at us hitting this truck. And they were fine with it. They said, fine, hit our truck. You a Hurricane fan, Danhausen? Ah, uh, yes, he's very strong. Ooh, this is Danhausen stuff. The monster pop up from behind. Oh, yes. It's quite wonderful. Yeah, so uh, this was a fun time here. You'll see Andrew Everett come out of the passenger window on the side, or the driver window. Oh, yes. Oh, no, no, the back window. And I'm doing a hot comeback in a moving vehicle, driving down the road. It's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. <laughs> that is probably... Evidently, fear is not a factor for you, yes? You're correct. We gotta catch him. We have to chase him. It's the only way. Jeff, come on, talk. Look at that stunt, man. Jeff has a good... Grow some balls, man. <laughs> Get on the bike. He's like, come on, you got to go with me. And everybody knows Jeff is insane anyway. So he's taking off on this motorcycle with a referee on his back. So they're they're going to, to catch us as we're driving down the road. And now we are legitimately driving down the highway in front of my house. This is like Fast and the Furious. This is is almost exactly like the Fast and Furious. This is like Fast Five Part Three. Yeah. Hear that, Dwayne? Yeah, Dwayne. Rock, you want to appear in the next one? All right, so here we go, Jeff, with his dirt bike. Look, on the road. And honest to God, the referee, he was terrified to be doing this. Well, it looks like it's pitch black. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We, we typically shoot these at night. Oh, look at this. So this is the gate. These are all the tag teams from around the world that have showed up wanting to be in it. And then Decay comes out to this creepy light. Uh, Do you yes. enjoy the creepy light? Uh, it's pretty good. It looks nice. What are your thoughts on Abyss, Dan Housen? He seems very evil. Actually, I think I might have been in the Battle Royal with him once at the Dreamwave Wrestling. Mm. He might have been in it. Pretty sure. Is that him or his brother? Oh, no, it was not his brother. I think it was, I think it was him. <laughs> Right here, we're fighting at the Cameron City Limit signs in Cameron, which is about uh, about two and a half miles from the Hardy Compound. Oh. Now, I see a truck driving that's, by. Where that's those... not a part of it, no? No, no, no. no that, that was not a part of it. We just kind of got what we got while we were out there shooting. We're doing this at one in the morning. Here is uh, John Schuyler. People know him. Now works for Impact. Oh, yes. Bruiser weights, right? Yeah, the bruiser weights, yeah. Taking a choke slam in my driveway. You see the ugly ducklings? That's the ugly ducklings. Yes, that is correct. And they just broke this guy's neck. Oh. So basically, we kind of had... Uh, uh, our, our plan here was 
the two teams that were the, the biggest favorites in this were Decay and the Hardys. So yes. the Hardys would legitimately have to fight through all the teams. Decay kind of went to the gate, and they were taking on all the teams that were there maybe to enhance them ah. and, and work with them throughout the the, uh, the event to uh, make them look strong for our final flash. Oh, final look at that. Is that Rockstar Spud? It is the Rockstar Spud. And maybe you recognize the bravados? Oh, yes, 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 yes. These guys to join. Uh, Dan Housen, what were your first impressions of Broken Matt? Because we've talked a lot about that on this podcast, how polarizing it was. It's quite bizarre, but in a good way. <laughs> Dan Housen thought, you know, was, you know, what is happening? What has happened to this uh, Matt Hardy that Dan Housen knew? But it's quite intriguing. Yes. So we, we are fighting uh, down by the antique store. This is downtown Cameron. Go. Oh. And uh, a little behind the scenes story. I've never revealed this before. Uh, at one point, we're doing this scene. A policeman pulls in. I was just going to ask if any cops. And he said, up. "He said, uh, uh, hey guys, what's going on out here?" And we said, "Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, how are you?" He said, "Oh shit, what's going on, Hardy boys? How you doing?" He said, "What's going on?" I said, "Oh man, we're just filming. Uh, we're filming something for uh, a TV show coming up." I said, "Okay." He said, "Did you guys have a permit?" I said. No, we didn't have a permit. He said, it's no problem. You guys go ahead. <laughs> it's because you're very famous. Yes. Yeah, so, so, we, we, we do okay in camera. We get away with stuff. Uh, they know who you are. I don't know if you heard Dan Housen, but he, he swore briefly there. Oh, he did? It, it was very quick. Oh, oh, I didn't right. hear that. What is his show? There's no swearing at Dan Housen show. Okay. <laughs> he can deal with the monetization of the sponsors. Yes, you're right. We, we will have no swearing on Goodnight Housen. Yes, yes, you know. This train... We, Just we, in the shot. We got like it was the two a.m. train. Oh my! It was in the shot. shot. What an amazing shot! And I'll never forget this train was coming. Jeremy Borash running the camera here. He said, "Fuck!" He said, "Go fight, fight, fight!" And he starts just shooting, and then everybody broke into action spur of the moment. <laughs> you had to this have to insanity. take the opportunity to uh, capitalize on. Yeah, of course. Cameron is a town that has less than 300 people. I was going to say, there's never anything going on There's less than 300 people living in the sea limits. Is the hurricane from there as well? Uh, no, he's from about an hour away. Oh, he's from North Carolina? Yes, he is. Okay. Smithfield. There was an individual named White Mike who actually gained some success on the independence. No, yes. Why was first name Sham, last name Payne not in this? He was out of wrestling at this time. Can make a cameo or anything? No, I, I would have loved for him to. He will in the next one, I'm sure. He's back into it. This is... Right when he was doing, you know, he's a man of the cloth now. He was doing uh, sermons, and he's a legitimate reverend and raising his family. So the bravados, now they sneak in. And I have a great story to tell you guys here about, uh, you see how, uh, while they're beating up all, all of these other teams, yes. they're beating up the ugly ducklings now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Spud is out here, and he's waiting on his partner to arrive, right? Oh. Spud uh, said, I'm waiting on the big man to show up. I'm waiting on the big guy to show up. Initially, it was going to be Ryback. We had oh, Ryback set really? for this. Yes. And then last second, something changed, and he couldn't make it. So then we had to we had to get someone last second, and we end up getting who ends up showing up as his big big guy. Who do you think will get us a substitute oh, for Ryback? I can't wait. Guy. I can't wait to see. Big guy. I know who it is. I don't know who it is. Uh, Very big. Kurgan. <laughs> That's yes. a good guess. Kurgan. Great guess. Matt Hardy's a big guy. Uh, I love the shot he sticks his head through the gate. Listen, big man. Isn't Kurrigan a Hollywood superstar now? Yes. Uh, a, a bit. Big Oddities fan. Nice. Oh, I, we love... I, we were with Kurrigan in a handicap match, myself and Jeff, earlier on the day, paying our dues. Nice. To make it, yeah. We worked with him with the Truth Commission as well. I remember you had plaid gear. Yeah. Five-star. Five-star match. Yes. A five-star match. Is this his, his partner's coming? Yes, his partner's showing up. 
Here comes the big guy. Is it Vin Diesel? This oh. is the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, here we go. He's here. Oh, boy. <laughs> the Fast and the Furious. I love that that reference is made. Oh, who is this big guy? Who is it? Do you recognize that body? Oh, I think yes. Frame? Oh, it is Swaggles. <laughs> He's a menace, too. He is a menace. He's a menace to society. He might be, like, shoot in the top five funniest people I've ever spoken to. Right. Oose is a trip, man, as the Samoans would say. All right, here we go. Look at this, man. Jeff's getting his ass beat. We're, we're uh, fighting here, outnumbered, three to two, by the Lake of Reincarnation, by the way. Oh, yes. There's and a boat. dilapidated boat. You yes. recognize the dilapidated boat? It is. Do you remember? Yes. recognize the dilapidated boat? It is. Skarsgård, that's right. And look at this. Oh, no, I'm going to get beat. A three's coming. I need help. Go! <laughs> Skarsgård breaks up the pin. Has there ever been a boat make a save? In I don't think so. Wrestling? And he just said, kick that boat's ass, and he had a stone-cold cadence as he said Good. it. Good. <laughs> oh, yes. I can't believe they're beating up my dear friend. He deserved He deserved a name. You, yes, well... That's why he got the name Skarsgård. Now if they toss it in the lake, what will happen? Maybe he will return. Comes back as Titanic. Possibly. <laughs> that seems like that a... probably would have been a good idea, man. Yeah. Would have been likely. <laughs> but I do love how they're just beating the shit out of a boat. An inanimate object. But I mean, maybe he does. Maybe he's sentient. Sentient. <laughs> this is my well, favorite part of the whole thing. Well, he started it like a little kid. Oh. This is my favorite part of the entire thing, Dan Housen. You're going to love this. <laughs> you Here pushed you him into the lake. Uh, what, what do you think? Who he returned? Oh, it has to be the hurricane. Yes. Mm. Uh, you'll see. We shall see. Let's see. Okay, the, he's all getting powerful. ready to be a reincarnation. That's what the lake does. <laughs> we are disgusted. Sickened. Do you know who this is? Oh. Oh, my. <laughs> He's from the three count. Yeah, look, they got the circles. They, oh. We got the original circles, guys. Unbelievable. This is, this is not the hurricane. No, it isn't. Trevor Lee is a terrible dancer. <laughs> oh, yes. You're not Shannon. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, terrible no. dancers. Oh, no. Right back, back into, into the, the lake. lake. Oh, okay, well, that's good. That he is my favorite it. part of this entire thing. Shane hey. must have been so down for that. Yeah. He was very grateful. They got gear on now. Yeah, they 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 uh, transformed from being Bruce Wayne, you know, into their superhero, supervillain persona. Oh, yes. There are some of these discs. Oh, no. Have you ever taken a disc to the face, Dan? I have not. Look at this. Hey, Hardys, we going to do this or not? So the Hardys versus the Rock and Roll Express, you're going to get in the ring and have a little bit of actual, actual pro wrestling action for just a minute. Now, you've, have you done this prior to this? We have not. But you've done it since? Uh, no. Oh. I think we will probably do it this year during the retirement tour. Oh. Let me tell you, it was freezing this night. <laughs> it looks like it, it, it is was quite so cold. cold. We were doing this in... This is like late fall, early winter, right? Uh, this was at right, right at the beginning of December. Yeah. When we were oh. doing this, yeah. In North Carolina, that gets cold, yeah? Uh, yeah, sometimes it can be warm, but sometimes it can be cold. So, needless to say, uh, the four guys... That have an advanced age were all kind of pretty tight this night because it was very cold and late in the night. And you said at 1 a.m. at least. Oh, it's 4 a.m. Oh, my yeah. God. Wait. You see the volcano there. Oh, yes. It's just wonderful. Yeah. 
And I love the fact that we're doing uh, intentional shots during this fight. As you can see, it, oh, the yes. volcano is starting to erupt. Because this volcano just formed out of nowhere. That, that was oh. kind of like a motif of the show. It started on the Hardy compound. And we realized if we don't but, become... Yeah, and here's the world it's title. It's still, still happening. Yes, it's still happening. The the world title match, if, if, if we don't win this world tag team title match, the whole Hardy compound is going to be destroyed. Oh, that's not good. Now we're back at the Dome release. Oh, there's AW's Andrew Thomas, by the way, as a ref. What about he was in the can? Oh. Take a quick break. Yeah. And now this is happening uh, here. This is by my side of the Hardy compound, the Dome deletion. Lots to take in here, Dan. How's oh, it? yes, there is. Do not want to get slammed on dirt. The uh, the the sprawling uh, distance of all these fights is pretty amazing, especially like me actually knowing the the real territory. Yeah, you know like how big it is. Yeah. How far away is this from where you're at? Uh, we are, we're about a quarter mile away from where these oh, are. Oh, wow. The Hardy compound is quite large, and, yes. And yes. you have to trust that everything is being shot sequentially and appropriately. Yeah, we, we spent a lot of time putting this together and making sure it was right. And, and we actually, we spent a lot of time laying this out that everything was going to have, have good continuity throughout it. And it was kind of tricky because once again, we, we had to deal with a lot of changes. There were some guys that were going to be here, some guys that weren't going to be here. What was the, uh, are you allowed to say what the last minute, most last minute change was? Yes, uh, the most last-minute change was Hornswoggle coming ah, okay, because we okay. we had Ryback written in. He was gonna actually, they were gonna end up showing up here with these four guys in the Dome of Deletion, and Ryback was gonna like run through them all and like really have a great Ryback showing before they got eliminated. Oh, I see. Look at these two stuntmen. Yeah, two stuntmen. It's it's we were revisiting in the scene the night of the Skywalkers. Oh. And it really was Ricky's like, oh, yeah, all right, I, let's just go up here and wrestle. And I love that they're the rocking feet up. above the ring, locking up and taking the arm. <clears throat> Ricky's insane. Guys, R- R- Ricky's so great though. He 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 told me thank you. He was so grateful for this opportunity. He said just whenever he was on the show and this match had uh, had some pretty decent buzz around it. He said like I really felt like this is why WWE called us. We ended up doing the Hall of Fame after this. He said it was after we appeared on there. He said thank you so much for like keeping us in mind and wanting us to be there. So like dude, thank you. For doing it, like you made it so special. He's always a very gracious fellow. He's great. What I love is they're the most traditional of tag teams, and yet they recognize that this is something they need to be a part of. Ricky, especially. Ricky recognizes how the business has changed, and he's embraced it, and he, and he rolls with it, which I love about Ricky Moore. Danhausen, who would you have brought to tag team Apocalypto? Oh, oh my. I'll have to take a second to think about this. Swaggle was taken already. Swaggle was taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, who could have been brought in? Now we're blanking. I, I think Dan Howes and Orange Cassidy would have been Oh, yes, that would have been here. a good one. That would have been I, good. That would have been a really good one. Oh, Ass Boys. <laughs> yeah, brought the Ass Boys in. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we could have brought the Ass Boys in and made fools of them. I don't think you'd even need to put uh, Billy Ass into the lake. <laughs> he looks just as good now as he did oh, back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the same. I wouldn't mind a reincarnation of the one Billy Gun. Oh, yeah. So I sent, I sent Ricky like 40 feet high. Oh, and terrifying. I had him ascend to the heavens. Danhausen does not like heights. <laughs> we have another really good surprise cameo coming up oh. here after uh, after the deal where uh, Ricky, we just like leave him, and I, I tell him in just a second, like, "Welcome to the darkness of deletion." And there's a very surprise cameo, which is is cool, and I have a cool story behind how it happened. This is it right here. You're gonna burn him alive. 
Oh, well, we have to get Jeff. Of course. There's something high. Jeff no, has to yeah, do a swan jump off of it. He has, he has to jump off. Because he's not a wrestler. He's a stuntman. There it comes. <laughs> it was very tricky there. No that, go. That actually doesn't look as high as it really was. It was probably like Man. 10 feet up. Looked a little shorter in that slow-mo for some reason. Has Dan Housen ever done a swanton? I used to do it off the couch under the floor. <laughs> a lot of people, uh, I hear it all the time, autograph signings. Uh, not to, uh, does not recommend it. <laughs> probably worse would be actually the leg drop. If we did the leg drop off of a couch under the floor. Yeah, yeah. Break your tailbone. If I'm not mistaken, that's the scene out of the open of uh, The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy right there. Yes. Good job with the Easter egg. The, Hardy, uh, the Hardys uh, actually procured a win over the Rock and Roll Express there. We could have had the Rock and Zar connection. That's one. Look mm. here. And then lights out. No. Matt Hardy, you broke a son of a bitch. Get me down. And I mean, for, for months, people thought he was just still up there. Continuity. Yeah, he was just hanging. He was hanging out above the Hardy compound. When we come back, to where we get the cameo. Spud is such an entertaining dude, man. He is. Uh, he is such a trip, man. Drake Maverick, Spud, nice. you know him as. And he he actually he gets his role in, in what he's doing as well. Like he he gets like just come in and it's fine. Get beat up, be a, a heel, be a jerk, be entertaining, and then you can get yours, and it's okay. As Dwayne would say, know your role. No. He definitely does. He knows his role, and, and he knows how to, to be entertaining. Swaggle with a chair. <laughs> Very he's menacing about. Yeah. He's cheating. Oh, my God. Look at this. I don't know, but it's not really cheating because there's no rules. No, Anything goes. I suppose. I mean, yeah. we saw a train here. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're, we're on the verge of an, uh, an apocalypse. But, but he eliminated them, so I guess he did a good job. Yeah, he did. So I, I would I would guess you know chair shots not a big deal since we have a volcano going on. No, off. that's true. We're getting ready to have a natural disaster that's going to segue. Oh, wait, wait a minute! Oh no! Betrayal. He'd had enough. He turned because he was giving him a hard time. Treat Hornswoggle equally, Spud. He was very rude to him. Stories, thunder. I think he was just mad that he didn't actually get a, a real real big guy. He's got a little big guy. He's got a good, strong, muscular body. Though, that's true. And he does he has a hell of a frog splash, too, as you nice. see. It, it procured him a win. He's heavier than most would imagine. Oh, he is. He, he, is, ganks, he, is, he is dense. He is very dense. Daniel has a very good story about that, if you've ever heard that. I'll oh, yeah. tell you off air if not. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think of Bobby Lashley, Dan Housen? He is, looks like the most powerful person on Earth. Also, he seems very nice. Yes, I, I love Bobby Lashley. I love Eddie Edwards, too. Worked with both of these guys quite a bit. Here we go. Somebody get me down. Oh! Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal, right? I would have paid good money for the Legion of Danhausen. Oh, yes. <laughs> A funny story about that. How, how did? What about that cameo? Was that a surprise? That was quite a surprise. Dan Housen was not expecting it at all. Is this another cameo? Uh, oh, yeah. This is another team that hit entered. If you remember these guys, the DCC. Oh. The Death Combat Crew. I don't know. Who's in it? Uh, it was James Storm. Oh, okay. It was Eddie Kingston. Oh. And it was Bram. They had a short run there. So there was just a, a, a very short appearance because 
uh, Eddie Kingston and Bram couldn't make it as well. Oh, Storm. I was going to say we work with Ed now. Yes, we do Edward. work with Ed now. Yes, Edward is a is a is a fanatic, a maniac. Oh yes, he is. My favorite running gag from that time was TNA announcing like five times that Bram had resigned in multi year deal. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good gig. So, this guy was a reoccurring comedy character in the Brooklyn Universe all the time, and he wasn't part of the DCC gang. And he literally came in here, and he constantly got beat up by Decay. He got beat up. He got beat up by Rosemary. He got left in the street with his pants down. I don't even want to speculate what happened to him. But he was a constant character. That was a, there he is. Yeah, that was a that was a pain in the ass of Decay. And DCC, they're eliminated. Nice. He wasn't paying attention. He wasn't. You're right. Probably wouldn't have happened if Edward was there. You're right. Edward went crazy. He would have toured through them like a like a like a tornado or hurricane. I would have had to slap him. Oh, good job. Like a tornado. Um, so yeah, uh, one thing I was going to say before the animal thing. I did an independent show with him in New York at Big Time Wrestling. And I actually knew we had this in the can. I talked to him about it. He said, oh, that'd be cool if we could have did it. And I actually just filmed his face close up during the night. And we edited that in there. Spliced it in. We spliced hey, it right in. Whatever works, works, right? And we had one cut. He said, Ricky Morton, I know you like to get high, but this is ridiculous. We had to cut that. Uh, I cannot put I, that on television. No, I wanted that one. <laughs> I, I voted for that, but then, you know. Uh, we didn't get it. <laughs> Sponsors will take you off the air. This is great. I love this. Oh, we don't even know what channel they were on at the time. It's okay. Oh, Dan, how's oh okay. <laughs> now, this, this volcano is pretty intense, right? Oh, yes. Look at this. you got to be careful having a volcano on your own home. Look at Bobby Lashley. Selling for a volcano. Everybody did these super bumps. Are you a Star Wars fan, Dan House? Oh, yes. This is very Mustafar-esque. Matt doesn't yes. get any of that. Matt Revenge like of the Star Sith? Wars. Yes. Oh, yeah. And there's your boy. Oh, there he is. Stand back! There's What's a hurricane that? coming through. Oh, he has powers. Oh, he does, yes. And this was also like a theme that was running through the show. As if there was actually news in Cameron. You could have called me. I would have done this, man. Right. I got legit news back around here. And this guy doesn't think it's looking good for the Hardy, so he's upset because he thinks it's going to be over. He was kind of the narrator of the show. Look at that. That's the legit water tower. And there's a big fire. Uh, an apocalypse is about to happen. Well, luckily, the hurricane is about to save the day. Hopefully so. Because if Matt and Jeff, if the broken hearties go down, it's over. And it's not right. looking good. It's very much not. Yeah. Is Andrew Everett from North Carolina as well? He is. He is from North Carolina originally. I think he is relocated in Florida now. But yes, he is originally from North Carolina. Do you have a favorite Carolina, Dan Housen? I think I've only been to North Carolina. So, I yeah. suppose that one would be it, yes? North Carolina is the one that is up. I mean, plus it is up on top of South Carolina. So it's the one that is up. There's Wacky Steve. Jeff caught him that accidentally one time. Oh, that's his name then. And, and it just kind of stuck. This is the land of obsolete men, oh. by the way, on the Hardy compound. It's who, a graveyard. Who's on there? Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of different people. Uh, in, in reality, Jeff has uh, most of his pets buried out here. It's a legit oh, pet cemetery. Okay. But it did become a big concept in the Hardy compound. Bray Wyatt and I, we have a scene here in the land of obsolete men. Oh, yes. I think I see Manny Fernandez out there somewhere. He's out there. He's buried out there. I buried him. Who would be put in this obsolete graveyard? I mean, several guys. I mean, right now we would probably put uh, in the obsolete graveyard. Hmm. The ass boys. Oh, yes. They would, they would fit. Private party. 
Brian no, Barley, yes. yeah. They've been menacing to you. Yeah, yeah, they, they would definitely fit. Oh, Especially them. Isaiah. Uh, what is it? Blade and uh, the Butcher. The, the Butcher. Blade. Yeah, yeah. We would have to put them out there for sure. And Jose. Oh, Jose. Screw no, no, Jose. No, no. Jose is going to get the, the biggest, deepest, darkest, wettest, worst, slimiest hole. Oh. Available. What's happening here, Matt? Oh, no. Oh, no. There's Janice. Uh, Janice became a thing for a while. Spikes. And we'd had a payoff. And Janice, Jeff got hit with Janice. He saved me, actually. He saved Matt. Well, luckily, he has this. Oh, oh. oh, no. He was stopped by Wacky Steve. The wacky fellow. So now it, it, I'm getting beat up two to one by the uh, Helms Dynasty. And Jeff is getting beat down by Decay. It's not looking good. No. No, it is not. Because if we don't win this match... The Hardy compound, and in turn, the world is going to be destroyed by that volcano. Yes, by the volcano. Oh, here comes another superhero oh, to save the day. Yes. I, yeah, let me tell you. How did you do this? <laughs> you will not believe how over Vanguard One was in his heyday. It was nice. insane. Vanguard One was the biggest star of the whole show. All over the place. Everywhere. You are shooting fireworks from a drone. At a human being. I mean, I made Vanguard one sentient. It's a really legitimate uh, star, Hollywood well, star. I, I have a, I have a, a, a secret kayfabe scientist. I can't reveal his identity because the government would take him from me. Oh. And he's the one that, you know, gave Vanguard one a personality. It, he gave him an essence. Is it Batman? No, it's not. Oh, Batman's a scientist. It, I, I think that was Alfred, right? Yeah, he, That's, he did all the work for Batman. You should ask Leonard Nimoy. Oh, yes. He might be able to help you out. Yeah, sure. booyah, AF. So he really did. Uh, Vanguard 1, uh, Abyss, we had to stop uh, filming there. He, like, really got shot in the face. No. And he got half-ass burned. Was he okay? He, he was. Oh, here no. comes the savior. This is what we call a baby face turn. Yes, big baby face turn. Double whack. You're shows. burying these people. Oh, yes. The right side of the light, man. Oh. Hey, look at this. This is wonderful. Yes. Omega reunion. Yeah, an Omega reunion. All right. We eliminated these guys. And there's a good line here that was famous. One of the uh, most famous memes that went around forever at, at the end of this, if you know the one I'm talking about. I'll see if I can lay out so you can hear the line. Oh, yes. So we're obviously bearing these young guys. Yes, but listen, of course. Listen. Proud of the way we buried. <laughs> oh. Even the man with three H's would be proud of the way we buried this young, promising talent. Oh, now we're getting uh, we're, oh. we're getting down to the uh, finale, guys. The annihilation oh, boy, of look Bobby at Lashley. <laughs> oh, this is a battle for the ages. Yeah, this Lashley's, is Andre Hogan. I was just gonna get his ass kicked here. <laughs> did not work. Thought it was going to. It did that was not. a good try. Yeah, they they were jumping off my house. People knock Lashley for his personality sometimes, but he, that dude has been down to do so much crazy shit, as shit's about to get crazy here. Oh, it's a lake of fire. Uh, yes. A river. I, I do want to tell you this. It is a, It is going to be a symbol of Hardy Boy slash Jeff Hardy. And anytime you saw this happen, Jeff spent days digging this out. And then we'd obviously lay the gasoline so that we could do it and shoot it. And, and JB just made magic oh, whenever yes. he would shoot this stuff. But Jeff always created these things because Jeff is like uh, just obsessed with landscaping and, and shots. Like he enjoys this. it. Oh, he loves it. Oh, he loves it. I was gonna say, why didn't you just hire someone to do it? Yeah, no, he 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 landscaped seven hours yesterday. Oh, also got Benjamin Hamilton. 
to. <laughs> yeah, B- Benjamin. Benjamin's more of a. He, he likes the landscape, but he's kind of uh, he's kind of a work when it comes to being our landscaper. Jeff Jeff is a very much a shoot landscaper. How scared were you guys here of any missteps? Um, it, no, we weren't at this point. I mean, the, the fire wasn't that bad. It was small in the big scheme of things. So, was the smoke a menace? The smoke was a menace. That was the worst part. Worse than the fire. You know, so we just, uh, we, we really tried to get as much as we could as fast as we could during the shot. Because, you know, this thing only burns for a couple minutes. Yeah, oh, yes. done. To be you know, precise. So you want to light it up and you want to get these shots. They had a couple drones flying, a couple guys filming. But it's just, the shots look so badass and incredible. It, it does, it has like a big movie feel to it. We're around like 5 a.m. here or so. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, at, the, we're at the point where we're starting to race the uh, sunrise. Do you have a catering for breakfast and dinner? Uh, yes, we, we had much catering. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, no. They're going up the volcano. Yes. This could be dangerous. One of them will get turned into a Darth Vader. I mean, one... <laughs> he doesn't get it. Then. It's fine. Someone will. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah. You're right, though. I will. I, I promise you I'll watch If Star you Wars. did not watch Star Wars as a child, you probably will not care about it now. <laughs> Oh, boy. This was a big payback for what he did to Brother Nero. Continuity, John. It is. Continuity. Because when Broken Matt turned babyface, Brother Nero saved me. Yes. Selfless sacrifice. Yes, a very selfless sacrifice. Or right to the stomach. There was a great, like, flesh ripping when I put Uh. it out. Great sound in there. And you weren't put on trial for attempted murder or anything? I know. What was it? It was legal in the match. Oh yes, well, and we all signed waivers. See, what are you going to do that? That's why we we all signed get... waivers. So that's why you can get pushed in a volcano, no problem. Yes, right, right. You're exactly. I mean, that would never happen, right? Not on the Hardy compound. No one would ever go in the. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh well. Oh, let's see what happens. It's a proud time for the eruption, right? Oh. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> How convenient! Oh, right in the middle a, of the ring. What a sh- wacky listen. Steve. <laughs> well done, Steven. A lot of people liked that line That's at it. the time. He was well done. He yes. is well done. He yes. got cooked uh, by a lava. He did. The Hardys have won tag team Apocalypto. We absolutely and did. So, so the Hardy compound will 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 continue to to live on, which is good. Yes. And this is great here. A little celebration behind now the volcano. And we have one special big announcement to send off here at the very end with all the Broken Hardys. I will lay out for it. All six, seven. And this oh. is where we welcome the world to Woofy. We made the Woofy announcement. One of the coolest announcements you could imagine. And you did a crazy baby reveal, too. Yeah. Uh, a yeah. gender reveal. Yeah. This, this is fun. This is the longest the baby reveal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, they have to win the match and then announce the baby. Yes. Wow. We we should have fired off uh, blue fireworks, I guess, just for a boy. Well, you eventually did do an explosion. We we did. did. So that sums up Apocalypto. Dan Housen, what's your initial reaction? It was quite wonderful. It was chaotic. What what was it? Chaotic. I was going to say chaos at the same time. 
which combine the words. But either way, it is both. It is quite wonderful. And you won, which is the most important yes. part, because now it is not destroyed and Dan Housing to visit it. Yes, exactly. I'm glad. I mean, it could have changed. It could have uh, reshaped history going forward. If That's it true. Destroyed. Also, the hurricane did a nice little turn and helped you out, which Thank is wonderful. Goodness. because. If he had betrayed you, Dan Hagen would have had to punch him in the groin. <laughs> and I, I love the fact that you enjoyed it and you felt it was chaotic and it was bedlam. And, and that's just what we were looking for. Exactly. We were looking for insanity. And we really wanted to do something over the top that was super entertaining, which also had like genuine moments in it and a little bit of wrestling, but also just super entertaining. That's what we were going for for this was 35 to 40 minutes of like the most entertaining wrestling you could ever see. How long do you think it took you to film that? We did this over the course of two days. Oh. Uh, so so it wasn't all the way. We we this was the most professional shoot that we done. I was about to say we've stepped it up quite a bit since oh, the final deletion. We, yeah, we re we really have. So we had rock and roll one night. We had to do all their stuff on one night. Oh yes, and, and then we had like a, you know most of the TNA talent for two. We had some guys for one night, some for two. Like us and Decay were obviously two nights. So we shot uh, the the stuff in the arena, the dome of the deletion too, yes. over the course of one day, uh, and then we did about a third. Of Apocalypto, and then we shot the other Apocalypto the next day. Oh. So that's how that worked. A long shoot. It was a long shoot, and it's one that paid off because it did big numbers for TNA. Uh, it was unlike anything else that Impact had done at the time. And Dan Housen, Matt and I did a six-part Becoming Broken series yes. here on the extreme life of Matt Hardy that I highly encourage anyone to check out. We only briefly hit on Apocalypto, so I'm so glad that we got a chance to take a deeper dive into it. H how bad would you have wanted to have been a part of that, man? We could have, like he said, teamed up with Orange Cassidy of some sort to... Perhaps I uh, could have thrown Orange Cassidy into the lake. He could have came out as evil Orange Cassidy. Ooh, that's a good call. Who knows? I would love that. Maybe he would have given a shit about something. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yes, maybe he would have just pummeled everyone. Yes, maybe it would have been ADD. Yes, total uh, opposite. I, I, I do have uh, something to, to ask you, too. Would you have liked to have teamed up with that broken Matt Hardy fellow? Oh, yes, absolutely. Could have been a six-man tag or a regular tag, even, uh -huh. with Brother Nero. Either yeah. one would have worked Instead quite wonderfully. Instead of a tornado tag, a volcano tag. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> that is absolutely, I think that's something that needs to happen at some point. Do you Have you ever interacted with Broken Matt Hardy? Oh, yes, once Dan Housen met that fellow, but... Because mega money Matt Hardy was in the way. Oh, my God. He's the worst. Yes. He, he kept yelling at Dan Housen and threatening him. And mm. But then... Uh, I apologize. Know, oh, that's okay. But then Broken Matt Hardy appeared, and it was quite wonderful. Mm. Have you seen Broken Matt Hardy recently? No, I hope he's doing well. Do you know where he's at? Mm. Let me think about this. Let me see if I know where he is at all. Okay. Wait! Hey, U.S. Cellular customers. I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's us days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like y'all. Us days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Who's going to take care of your family if something happens to you? What would they do without your income? 
If you don't have a plan, you need to go to goliathlife.com. Get a quick quote for more than 20 carriers. You don't even have to leave the house. If you need a medical exam, they'll send somebody to your house or office. You're in total control. You pick the rates, you pick the payments, you pick the terms. You're in total control, but it gives you and your family peace of mind. What if something happens to your income? Hurry to goliathlife.com. Wait! Pause the motor! Yes! My friend, Santiago! How are you? It's been pretty good. Good to see you. Long time no see. It is very good to see you. You look absolutely delightful, Ah, Mimigo. Yes. You've been pretty good, though. I am so happy you are in the wrestling that is elite. That's right. We work together now, I think. We do, yes. Yes, 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 yes. That's right. And I have been very concerned about you. Oh, why? You have been dealing with this this menacing mon, the hook. Oh, yes. Dan hasn't can't curse him for some reason. I think he's too powerful. <sighs> do you have any advice? I do. What is it? You need to focus on the very evil aspect of Don Hodson. Oh. Because you must take this mon, this hook, and eat and delete him. Oh. Practically perfect. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Yeah, I thought you were uh, We just watched Apocalypto. Yeah, you're in it. Oh, outstanding. Yeah. How was it? Uh, you won. Did you get a five-star review? Six. Well, no, I actually checked. It was three and a quarter. Oh, he must get the cinco, the cinco review. I think we're going to delete him, yes. This we- man oh. must... Eat away in glass of iron obsolete. Obsolete! I think we'll curse him too. Give us a single review here on the extreme life of broken Matt Hardy and give Apocalypto a single review as well. And as far as this podcast goes, is there anything else, Don Hausen, you would like to say to all of my fellow broken warriors? Oh, yes. Love that Dan Hausen or be cursed. Give Dan Hausen your money so you can Google it. With that being said, this podcast, it's Get the house you want with the payment you want at buywithconrad.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this at buywithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. The first step to buying a house is buywithconrad.com.